Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. Hey. So this is the second installment of our Watch Along series, where we watch something and you join us. And with it being Valentine's Day, we thought we'd watch something that kind of resembles a love story. And that is the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, The Tale of the Dream Girl. It's my favorite episode ever of the series, well, of the show. And it's one of my favorite things in the world, period. So I'm very (laughs) excited to do this. So this episode was released on March 26, 1994, and was the 10th episode in the third season. So we're watching this on Amazon. I believe it's available on other services like Vudu, and that version might have like a Nickelodeon bumper in the beginning. So uh, this version doesn't have that, so you might be a second or two off, but nothing too serious. Uh, we'll also have a countdown. Three, two, one, play. And on play, you hit play. Three, two, one, play. There it is, the boat, the intro. <laughs> the classic intro. <laughs> this is the, the, the second Are You Afraid of the Dark episode we've done. Our first one was The Tale yeah. of the Midnight Ride. So... Big Are You Afraid of the Dark fans here. Dave, when was the last time you watched this episode? I feel like you watch this like every five months. So I, I watch it like once or twice a year. Um, I think the last time I watched this was... Hmm, I don't even know. Wow. At least I definitely watched it once last year, for sure. I think I, yeah, I, think and I, this I watched is... it recently few months ago and this is about the time period of the you know when i usually usually do watch it so Mm. makes sense forget it (laughs) peewee it's funny like amazon has this in volumes and i don't remember tucker being in this early in the run like of the series i don't think the way they the way they do volumize the shows I don't think they're in order. Mm. It's so true what she says. (laughs) What's that girl's name? I forgot. Samantha? I don't remember. She's kind of forgettable. She's Sam. Not, Sam, she's not memorable to me at all out of all like the people in the Midnight Society. That's Gary's first crush. Oh, is it? I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just remember- I always thought Gary Ann. Gary Ann. I always thought <laughs> Gary should have been with Betty Ann. Yeah, you always say that. <laughs> I wrote a song about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they each have like uh, a specific theme to their stories? Like I think one of them is about A lot technology. of her stories, right. A lot of her stories deal with love. Mm, there you go. It's my boy, <laughs> Johnny. Yo, every time I watch this this episode, his hair, I don't know why, drives me crazy. <laughs> it, it, it looks like it's hey. permanently wet or like greasy. I think I think they're trying to make him fit into this trope of like this like all American fifties like blue collar worker. Yeah, <laughs> with like that little like uh, not. It's, I guess it's a comb over, right? Like where you comb it to the side like that. Yeah, 
<laughs> their their chemistry is incredible. Out of right. all the episodes, their chemistry is probably the best out of anything in the entire show. Yeah, it's pretty believable that they're siblings. Yeah. Damn, he's wearing a girl's ring. She made fun of him a little bit about that. <laughs> That's that class ring. <laughs> what the hell was that that he put in the uh, locker? That liquid? I didn't catch it. I don't it. know. Damn, or just... oil or uh, grease? <laughs> grease for his hair. <laughs> Yo, his hair like is like it never really moves too. I, I don't know why it always drove me crazy. I'm fucking. I sound like a complete yo, asshole. Le- <laughs> yo, lay off him, man. <laughs> it's your boy's hair. That's his. That's his style. <laughs> I I know we both know the twist ending of this episode. Let's not spoil it until it's revealed. Uh, I actually have a a fun fact people think is true when it comes to this episode. I won't say it until the very end. Well, but let me let me cut you off for a minute. This was such a thing when I was a kid, staying up late in the living room and just watching movies and tell and shows and yeah. I still do that now. Wave. I do the same thing now, so <laughs> There's Donna. <laughs> Yo, I always like this effect. It looks like they're just waving like a light wand in front of the camera. I guess to like insinuate a dream. Yeah, those those techniques. (laughs) Damn, the ring is still stuck. Yo, he's sitting in the most uncomfortable position. (laughs) I'd be mad if I fell asleep like that. This fucking guy. (laughs) This dude was in another episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I forget the name of the episode, but he was in another one. There's a few... There's a few character actors that reoccur. Well, not him personally, but mm-hmm. that reoccur. But yes, he's probably in another episode. Mm-hmm. See that Twilight Zone pinball machine in the background? That's a classic right there. Yeah, it is. I want to. I want to go to this bowling alley. It probably doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> Somewhere in Canada. I hope. I mean, I. I hope it's around. High hopes. It might be. I feel like bowling alleys. Uh, Yo, those. Stay open. Even though I can't even see those pies in the background, those pies look amazing. <laughs> they probably bought them at like Stop and Shop or some shit. <laughs> like and just threw them up there. Probably was sitting up there for hours. Whatever the equivalent is of uh, Stop and Shop in Canada. <laughs> in 1994, so it was. Uh, it was Stop and Shop even around? I don't remember. I know ShopRite was. I don't know. I was 11 when this came out. Yeah, so I was, what, 9? Damn, he's got that hard crush. Cheryl Lightheart has nothing on Donna. Nothing on Donna. Yeah, you know what I just noticed? Not about even a this? candle can be held. <laughs> you know what I noticed about this? Her hat says service on it. Is that what it says? Her like hat that she's wearing? I gotta get I gotta get a look at it. I think it just says service. <laughs> That's so horrible. Oh no, no. Damn, he's heartbroken. <laughs> It's not his his dream girl. (laughs) 
Damn, he ignored him. Damn, mad shuns. See, yep, sir- it's a service. <laughs> service. That's I need all, that hat. That's all she's there to provide. <laughs> Damn, that empty locker. A lot of strange shit going on. You gotta admit, some of these, some of the acting in these episodes is a little—they uh, were overdoing it a bit. I always <laughs> thought this one was on point. No, it wasn't bad. There are there are worse uh, ch- child actors in uh, some of these episodes. <laughs> He's got the, the the baggy jumpsuit on too. Yo, did you ever own a jumpsuit, like, overalls like that? <laughs> I definitely did. <laughs> it's guy- so funny to see a lot of the fashion now, yeah. which has basically just been regurgitated to now. Yeah, yeah. Like the mom I'm jeans. sorry, the fashion back then. Yeah. Yo, that girl was super duper excited. She just got a, what is it, a strike? Well, of course she should be. <laughs> Yo, I, you know what it is with these episodes? Like, it's funny when you're a kid, they were kind of creepy. But when you watch back now as an adult, they're kind of funny unintentionally at times. Like, this is a good episode. But there is, like, just some of the, some of the acting, like, the direction they gave the kids is just kind of funny. Like... Really make it known that you're excited you got a strike or that you're scared or worried about something. So it's just always kind of, it's not cringy, it's just kind of funny unintentionally. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that the girl that got that strike probably didn't even know she was being recorded, to be honest. Maybe. Because that, a lot of that looked like that was might have been like just like candidly shot, but you could be right, too. <laughs> that love letter. And I love how they, better go. I love how they use the generic like roses are red, violets like violets are blue. Yeah. Like <laughs> he better go. <laughs> She's beautiful. She is. <laughs> that dream girl boy. Yo, he's ready. Look at, <laughs> look at that shirt. That baggy shirt. It was the 90s. The grunge era. <laughs> 94, yeah. Yo, this whole sequence is one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> yeah, this is the whole like Twin Peaks kind I of love uh, it so much. weird scene. It is a good scene. <laughs> they were expecting him. I always just wish this would happen to me, that I can go into a bowling alley after hours and order pie and soda. <laughs> they're just staring at him odd, like oddly. When he tells them they're not supposed to be there. There we go. What's a two cola chaser? That's what I want to know. 
I guess two straws. It's got two straws on the cup. That's all I, all I can think of. You know, they're like mean mugging them. Or maybe it's two sodas yeah. just poured into one glass. I guess so. I guess you're right. Damn, he's been. <laughs> These people just start dancing. I love it. <laughs> Vaporwave. Forever. All that this is missing is like some fog. It looks like they might have actually pumped some in the background if you look. I think they did. Yeah. Oh, it's midnight again. Oh, there she there goes. There she is. <laughs> you late, bitch. You sure? <laughs> I was here for 30 minutes and time went back. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> Yo, this song. The little saxophone type. Like, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, he's real smitten, man. There we go. That slow dance. <laughs> it's the epitome of vaporwave. It is, it is. A hundred percent. So dramatic, dude. <laughs> she shushes him and then it's like it's almost time for me to go. It's 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 funny because you're pointing out the obvious things and I'm like just completely negating it in my head like no it's perfect. <laughs> it's just funny, dude. It is the burger guy who hasn't left the fucking girl the entire time. He's just flipping. He's like really busy the burger dude and there's no one there. That's the best. There's thing. no one there. He's hey, he's cooking for no one. He's cooking like 10 burgers for for like four people. It all it all makes sense in the end though when you really think about it. Sure does. Oh no. The, <laughs> I remember this. The perfect fold up <laughs> to reveal that there was a tragedy. <laughs> Train tragedy. Yo dude the convenience of the newspaper folds in this episode are amazing because there's another one later it's on. It's classic Are You Afraid of the Dark? I know. That was that first fold. Oh, wait, there'll be another one later. Oh, hold on. <laughs> that pinky ring. That would freaking freak me out, man, if that happened to me. I'd be like, what the fuck? I don't believe in ghosts, but if that something like that happened, I met up with someone that found out they were dead, I, I'd be like, what? I know, I know, I know that's where we differ. I definitely do. So you think something like this could actually happen? I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> the tub of grease to get that ring off. I, I leave myself to the universe and whatever happens, happens. So that's kind of how I look at it. You want the tale of the dream girl to happen to you, Dave. 100%. <laughs> there she goes again. Fucking being creepy behind the locker door. Whoa, Johnny, come on. <laughs> he doesn't want that ring, man. Harsh. <laughs> 
Yo, what are those behind him in that shelf? You see all those like the, it looks like books or something with handwriting, like handwritten notes on them or something. It's weird. Interesting uh, set design. Well, it's probably a, the the background of a real bowling alley. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's definitely the locker room or whatever that is. An authentic the janitorial closet. Yeah, an authentic uh, set. You know that service hat is the best. <laughs> I never noticed that before. <laughs> Gonna have to get one made up. She's not even, like, threatening him. And he's, like, not happy about a ghost coming. She's, like, really calm and peaceful. Oh, no. It's her. The eerie music plays when she answers the phone. <laughs> oh, man. I love how a ghost can use a phone, like they use a phone to make a phone call. Like she could, technically, I feel like maybe she could just show up there, like when no one's around, but she decides to call. Probably. <laughs> I mean, he was pretty harsh to her in the locker room. <laughs> Come on, Johnny, don't be a, don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's your boo yeah, literally the, the dramatic i love how when he's talking to her the ring flies right off when she wants to, he wants nothing to do with her and the ring just slips right off because he was mean to her he was being a dick <laughs> tell her you're sorry and that you want to give it back to her Has this? I wonder if he's been in any in any other Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. I don't. Think, I don't think he has. Yeah, I don't recognize him in anything. Like in any. Other By the ones. way, this is what the cemetery would look like for the mixtape um, episode that we did. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, my little was. story that I created. This is what it looks like. <laughs> I believe I read a fact online that this cemetery was also used in another Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. I mean, you might as well repurpose it. It's yeah. definitely fabricated. It's not a real cemetery. No, 100%. It's, it's a set. As far as I can tell. I know there's Easter eggs. I forgot who, but there's definitely... There's characters from the shows that are in there, if you look. Here's another convenient scene I love the placing of. The leaves, where he perfectly lowers it to reveal her name. Yep. Like, it's like no one... No one, like, pushes leaves out of the way that way. Only in something like this, where it's perfectly lined up. Uh-oh. The big reveal. I always get I always get so sad when this when this part comes up. <laughs> I love how this gets you you get emotional when you watch this scene. <laughs> I don't mean to make fun. It just it makes me laugh. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> oh no. It's all coming back to him now. It is a great reveal like like when you actually watch this for the first time, you're like, "Oh, shit, like it makes sense." 
Here it goes. Now it all makes sense. Oh man, I can feel her pain. I remember when it when when the other reveal happens. You, you here it is. Look, his name. I love how he left the leaves. Johnny and Jelly. <laughs> he left the leaves it's definitely, on top. <laughs> it's definitely supposed to be a play on Johnny Angel, yeah. especially with his look and his. A hundred percent. There, there goes the other fold. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Just the convenience of the leaves being pushed out of the way and the, all the folds in the newspaper. These actors are older than 16. Yo, man, I get so... I get so sad when this happens. (laughs) Honestly, the best actor in this is the sister. What's her name again? I forget her character's name. Erica. Erica. Yeah, she's the best part of this. To me. I I think she's the best performance. Definitely. He's good too, though. No, he's not terrible. He, he, He does a little overacting earlier on, but here he's pretty good. Like I said earlier, they're both great as brother and sister. Nah. Very, very natural, mm-hmm. um, you know, pairing. Mm-hmm. They look related. Like, they look... Yeah, they do. They do look like brother and sister. I think this main guy, Johnny, I think he's Hispanic. Because I think his last name's like Garcia. And I think she is too, where she looks like it. So it's a good... that Like, they, it works yeah. very well together. Look at that fog behind her. Come back to me. It's the most perfect setting. <laughs> I always loved fake, like, you know, fabricated, like, set design. Yeah. It just looks, it, it has a certain atmosphere with, with the Absolutely. headstones, the fog, the lighting. I love it. I love that. As an aesthetic, I love it. It's time, man. Just give in. So, I, I read online that people say... It's a bullshit fact, I think, that The Sixth Sense was inspired by this episode. I've read that, too. I think because this is before The Sixth Sense. Way before, a couple years before. So the funny thing is, that doesn't really make much sense because Ammonite Shyamalan is, like, I believe, like 50 or or in his early 50s. And at the time, he would have been an adult. So, like, I, I, I could see, I think in interviews he says that he had never even heard of this show or this episode. It's possible. So, I think it's just a coincidence more than anything. The whole not knowing you're dead and then at the end you find out you're, you're a ghost. Like, it, it would make sense. Cause if, even if he was, like, 27, let's say, or 30 or 25, he wouldn't have, this definitely, he's definitely not the demographic for this. But, hey, maybe he stumbled across it and he doesn't want to admit that it was inspired by. It's very different. The two are very different. Just the twist ending is kind of similar. Yep. DJ McHale versus M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Beef. They got to squash it. <laughs> At least there were no lawsuits or anything like that. That's all that matters. Exactly. There we go. She's great. that song. Dude, the, the sax. The fucking sax. Dude, the sister's great. And like, she's crying and everything. Like, it looks cheap to me. She just, her performance is so believable. Damn, look at that, that look back. <laughs> that Kenny G kicks in. <laughs> Yo, I love it. I love it. I have chills right now. I love it. 
It is a really good episode. Very, very beautiful. Very fitting of Valentine's Day as well. Like it kind of makes sense. It, 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 it like when I'd recommend someone to watch this during Valentine's Day because it is a very sure. it, like the concept's a very beautiful love story. How these two young spirits were lost and how they were brought Absolutely. together. <laughs> Did you like the Sixth Sense when it came? Like, do you do you like that movie? It's okay. I, I have no desire to watch it again, party. but it's all right. You're it's in not the, bad uh, movie. You're in the it's over hype party. No, I just it's I'm in the I could give her to you know get yeah. take it or leave it. Yeah, I'm kind of I, I like it, but I I don't love it as much as everyone else does. I I probably yeah. watched this episode more than the Sixth Sense. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's it's a it's a really good episode. If you've never seen the Tale of the Dream Girl, definitely watch this during during valentine's day it's a quick watch 22 sure. 24 minutes yeah usually i watch is it it's it's just i i don't know what it is maybe i do it subconsciously yeah i watch this around february there you so. go <laughs> for valentine it just it just so happens to work <laughs> that this is the time of the year you watch it so yeah by but also just by the way one of the producers or or one of the people just involved with the making of this episode, his name is Bill Bonecutter. <laughs> that sounds so, like a wrestling a fucking, name, dude. It's someone, a fucking tough name. Someone from like 1992 WCW. <laughs> That's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's one thing I want to add to yeah. this. So usually like what I've kind of grown, like as the years go by, like watching this over and over again and just... I think that this episode mainly deals with the sister's grief of the, yeah. you know what I mean? Of letting go of her brother. Mm-hmm. No, I That's agree. That's what I always got from it. Like, I agree. like, like, I think this entire episode is really just her to just letting go of her brother being dead. Yeah. It's a good way and, of looking um, at it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's my all time favorite Mario Freddy Dark episode. <laughs> I know. You love it so much. I feel All like right, it, wait, 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 wait. I feel like it inspires everything you do for the most part. Oh, it does. it does. Yeah. Quick quick all right. Mm-hmm. Fast take. What's your favorite Are You Afraid of the Dark episode? I think we answered this. I think I went with the tale of the shiny red bicycle. I think we answered this in all right, the Q&A. All right, we did. That's all right. We can go over this again. I'll yeah. always talk Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh no, yeah, that, okay. that that's probably my favorite episode. My second would be I was just going to ta- ask you second the, the, the tale of the midnight ride um which we covered which we 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 did one of these watch along videos last so go check that out that would probably be my second favorite simply because of the whole halloween thing like that has i feel like that episode has a lot of atmosphere so does this one you know and and honestly that one works great for halloween and this one again works great for valentine's day what's your second favorite my second i'm blanking on the title yeah but it is the one with the two cousins who go into the attic mm-hmm. and they come across their aunt's um, horse riding uh, mm. stuff. 
and she puts the horse riding stuff on, and it's with the fox and the dog. Tail the Hungry Hounds. That's oh. it. That is my second favorite one. It took me a second. I was like, oh, wait a second. Now I know the name of it. <laughs> I have That's to my second that favorite one. one. I, I, that one's I, I, amazing. Yeah. You want to talk about atmosphere? That one's got tons of it. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. I have to go back and watch that one. You know, everyone lo- loves the uh, the tale of the gr- the ghastly grinner too. That's another really popular. That's one. like that's a, I probably love my that third one. favorite one. Yeah, that would probably be my third favorite too. I think like anytime anyone thinks of Are You Afraid of the Dark, that's like ghastly kind grinner. of what they think of the tale of the ghastly probably. grinner, or the one with the uh, the clown with uh, Zebo. Laughing in the dark. That's a great episode too. That's probably top ten for me too as well. I, you know, we we should do that one day. We should rank our top ten. Each of us. Are you afraid of the dark episodes? That would take some research, and I know we'd have to watch a bunch and, and do it. But in the future, that's something we're gonna do. So, so definitely keep an eye out for that because I feel like that is a good yep. good idea. You know, and we and we both love this show, and we're gonna do more of these, but. I feel like anthology television we both love, like Goosebumps we haven't even gotten to yet. This is only our right. second watch along, but I do want to cover some Goosebumps episodes because they kind of, you know, th- I feel like Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps work so well together because they're so close, yet so different. Different, they, they feel very different, different atmosphere in each show, but both both are fucking awesome. So my the way I kind of describe, like if I was to like if you were to tell me like how would you describe how they're different? Mm-hmm. I always think Are You Afraid of the Dark is a more intimate setting. Yeah. Cuz you have the kids at the campfire and it's like, you know, it's you're getting a tale from somebody. The 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 Goosebumps is just based off books. Yeah. Which is great. I'm not knocking it. But I think, you know, you're definitely right that they're similar but they're very different. Um one thing I wanted to add and spoiler alert ahead if you haven't seen <laughs> 2019's reboot of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. So I'll just give it a second. Okay. At the very end, the one the one kid goes, I call this tale the return of the ghastly grinner. I know, dude. I know that I know they're re- I know they're rebooting it again. Actually, yeah. they're rebooting it this month. But yeah, it's completely yeah. different. It's not even the same cast. Yeah. They it's better fucking do that episode. They better do it. I'm going to be fucking mad if they don't do it. <laughs> yeah, to, te- I to see tease the it like again. that and not do it would be kind of silly. So I'm Yo, hoping they I do I was too. so hyped when they ended it with that. I'm just like, you motherfuckers. You're going to do that to me? So <laughs> I really cock- hope we get another. They're going to cock tease you like Yo, that and then not do it. <laughs> like, how could, you, how could you do that? I don't know. It's uh, It's okay. I'll, I'll, if anything, we're, we're going to have to make our own if uh, if they <laughs> don't will. follow through. We will. We will we'll have to figure out our own way to, to bring back the ghastly grinner. So that was Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of the Dream Girl. Be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover. And if you can rate review us, that'd be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Later, guys. Bye.